Hello, 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 everybody. Thank all y'all for tuning in with your listening ears. I am once again your gracious, dedicated, humble host, Paul Anthony Walker, and this is the Paul Anthony Walker Podcast. Now, we're going to uh, talk about uh, Deion Sanders, or Deion Primetime Sanders, should I say. Um, The name was given to him back in the day. Uh, when he played for the Falcons, the Cowboys, and um, I can't think of the name of the other teams that he played for. But um, nevertheless, we're going to talk about Deion Sanders, and we're going to talk about the remarkable turnaround uh, of the program at Jackson uh, State University that he has. Um, he took the coaching job there. And, you know, he's doing really good things um, for uh, that HBCU college. And I want to um, also uh, talk about Shannon, Shannon Crowder. Uh, he is also a former um, NFL football player, but, you know, he had a uh, choice of words because uh, Deion Sanders, uh, you know, he's the head coach of a HBCU college. And, you know, he was ba- basically saying that, you know, um, you're not going to get any prospects down that way. Um, it's actually a small school. You know, it's not uh, one of the powerhouse schools like Duke and Oregon and Alabama and, you know, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and all those uh, major colleges that um, be uh, televised on TV. And, you know, Deion Sanders has uh, did it again, should I say. Uh, he has uh, ended up having a uh, five-star um, top prospect signed named Kevin um, Coleman, you know, he had, he had announced uh, his commitment to Jackson State, which is good, which is good. And um, the thing about these HBCUs, um, they don't get a lot of funding. You know, uh, this was uh, talked about. Um, I think it was a commentary that I, I listened to and how the government was basically giving uh, these uh, top schools that I just called out like uh, millions and millions of dollars and uh, HBCUs, they don't really even get, they get a million some dollars, but they don't get like up in the millions of dollars that these uh, other uh, big major uh, schools get. And a lot of people, people are saying, people of color are saying, imagine or what if, you know, a lot of these prospects start going to um, HBCU uh, schools, you know what I'm saying? And imagine what, um, how much money uh, that would bring to the schools, how many uh, people would fill the seats up, you know what I'm saying, the stadium, stadiums and stuff like that, you know, which I think is a good thing because, uh, we have basically been uh, milked the cow off uh, our uh, athletic talents and gifts by the dominant society. Let's just keep it real. Uh, 
back in the day before my time but you know i still look at uh different type of uh, documentaries and and uh hear and read stories and stuff like that about uh you had the negro uh baseball league you had other uh uh sports activities or uh athletics that black people uh did you know we basically had our own uh sports teams and money basically uh circulated uh within uh, our community but when uh segregation came you know the black athletes ended up uh, integrating uh with the white athletes and basically they gave um the white owners uh the stronghold you know now look at it look at what's going on now you have all these uh billion dollar uh football owners billion dollar basketball owners but you don't have but one single um black owner which michael jordan should i say that's the only only um black owner that's uh a billionaire you know you don't see a lot of our people that that are owners you know what i'm saying of uh, not even a football team you know michael jordan he's just uh just for basketball but football you only i think it's one person of color but he's not black i think he's like the jacksonville uh jack wars football team owner but he's not black he's like um uh, i want to say he's like middle eastern or something like that but what i'm saying is Deion Sanders basically um is opening the door or uh being that person uh to the influence should i say being the influence to influence some of these uh gifted young younger athletes to you know what I'm saying start joining these HBCUs and start uh you know to, to uh, play for these uh, HBCUs and bring more money uh, to the HBCUs, you know what I'm saying? And then now the NCAA, they have got it ruled now that the players can get paid. And now they're trying to actually, they're trying to do some type of other little switch up tactics. They try to limit the money and all that, but at least they should have been paid from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, these uh, athletes, these young kids, they work hard, you know what I'm saying? They lift weights, they work out, um, trying to make it to the pros, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and making it to the pros, it's, it's a slim chance, you know, you can get an injury, uh, a lot of things happen, you know what I'm saying, on your journey to make it to the pros. And some of these uh, kids, you know, they don't make it, you know what I'm saying? And they don't have the money, uh, they get a major injury, and you know they don't have the money to 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 uh pay the medical uh bills and 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 things of that nature and then you know they don't have money in their pocket so uh that was uh, that's a good thing they they did actually passed it where at least can get like um I don't want to say an endorse paid uh for their endorsements and and stuff like that which is a good thing because 
if they do get hurt, they still can have a million dollars or whatever because they, they basically endorse themselves. But like I said, this uh, this should have been going on for this this whole little rule that NCAA, you know what I'm saying, now they want to allow these athletes to get paid. And they should have been getting paid. You know what I'm saying? The athletes, they should have been together and they should have just basically went on strike and went against these schools and the NCAA and overnight they would have had nothing they would have had to change because they would basically lost money you know what I'm saying overnight but when we understand that coming together and sticking together and being on code with a lot of this stuff a lot of this stuff could have been changed years back this the NCAA could have changed this stuff because the athletes, they bring in basically money. They bring in the fans uh, to these schools to watch these games. They have the power. Not the NCAA. They don't have the power. The athletes have the power. They're the influence. They are the, uh, their talents, their gifts. What we're we tuning in, you know what I'm saying, to watch on TV. We're buying the tickets to fill their seats up. You know, and I commend Deion Sanders for... Uh, what he what he has done, you know, he's turning the school around, you know. Um, but when you have people like Shannon that you try to look down on your own race and doubt because your mind is like a slave mentality, and to doubt that you know because it's a it's a HBCU school that uh, talent don't supposed to go there. They had to go to a dominant society school in order to make it to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? That's not exactly true. Uh, Terrell Owens, he was um, at HBCU. You know, he made it to the NFL. Uh, McNair, he was at a, a he was at a uh, he was at a uh, HBCU school. He played quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. He made it. So, when you have a slave mentality like that, and he apologized. He came, you know, he came and apologized back to Deion Sanders in a statement. But when we uh, don't uh, be on code and bag our own people up, you know, we are our own worst enemies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the dumbest society is not always our enemies. We are our own worst enemies because we are so uh, divided against each other you know what i'm saying like we have so many divisions of black minds that's not even on one accord it's crazy and the dominant society just sit back and look like we don't have to do nothing they they basically divide it so once you divide it you know the enemy can do whatever they want to do they, they really don't have to even do anything we basically doing doing our own um destruction mentally Physically, psychologically, we basically, all of those I just called out, we're basically destroying our own selves. And like I said, back, going back uh, to back in the day before, you know, I was even born, you know, a lot of you other listeners out there that, that was not even born either. But like I said, uh, black athletics uh, back in those days, you know, they was very strong. They had their on baseball football they had everything you know what i'm saying they had the money going coming to them for some somehow you know that 
uh, when the segregation, they wanted to um, break off and uh, integrate, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the power was basically, you know what I'm saying, just uh, diminished, you know. And now you're looking at now today's time, who are the owners? <laughs> the white uh, whites or owners of all these sports teams, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I mentioned, Michael Jordan is the only black uh, owner of a basketball team. Football, like I said, all white owners, you only got one um, n- uh, non-white owner, and he's not even black. You know what I'm saying? I think he, like I said, he's Middle Eastern. So imagine... If we would have just kept all our talent in our own, uh, our own uh, um, athletics, you know, imagine we would have did that. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if we would have just kept our, we would have just said, nah, we're not going to integrate. But if you want to bring your talent over here to us, you know, if you want to have white athletes come and play for us, We'll, we, we, we can allow it But that would have still gave them power They would still had that power uh, To 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 uh, uh, What I want to say uh, Transfer to their kids And their kids, kids, and their kids It's kind of like rap music You know what I'm saying We know that our race um, Started rap Hands down You know, and a lot of people gonna say a lot of people that don't know anything or they could be from the outside and don't know anything about rap history we started rap we started rap but the thing about rap music is we still let uh the dominant society got a foothold because now you still have the dominant society there over record companies and um they making billions and billions of dollars offer our talent you know, we once again let them took a stronghold um, in our music. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if they would have still, the, uh, all these rap artists back in the day would have just like, okay, we're going to have our own companies. Uh, we're not going to let any outside forces come in to try to take over what we created. But you can, you can, you can, you can kind of do a little business with us, but we're not going to let you have any type of control over um, distribution and all that, you know, or whatever, whatever. We, we basically going to, going to control everything. You know what I'm saying? We just let y'all uh, be outsiders, come in and do business, do a little business. And that's it. Imagine if they would have did that. It would have been uh, black, um, uh, Labels, and don't get me wrong, there are some black labels. But what I'm saying is, the dumb society is still have a stronghold in the music, uh, behind the scenes in these corporations and companies and stuff like that. So we let a lot of stuff. Um, we have we have allowed, should I say, we have allowed a lot of things to be taken over. You know what I'm saying? Without us sticking together. And don't get me wrong, you know, dumb uh, society have sabotage, they have uh, did a lot of killings and stuff like that. But just imagine if we would have st- stayed strong throughout it and through the midst of all that, you know, you're gonna have some casualties, you know what I'm saying. But if we remain, if we remain strong 
you know, we would have had control of our own everything, music, uh, sports. You would have seen a lot of black owners, billionaire owners. Would have we would have complete complete control over all this stuff, and it would not have been like we have white owners or owners from dominant society. Not speaking races and anything, but just basically speaking facts that they are basically cutting the checks uh, of these athletes. You know what I'm saying? And they have control over these athletes. You know what I'm saying? That the athletes going to pretty much do what they're told to do and, and, and things of that nature because they're controlled by a check. And just just being honest and just keeping it real, it's just my opinion. The only only athlete I can I can say two athletes, Muhammad Ali was one, and um, Colin Kaepernick. The only two athletes that I know, you know, saying that didn't sell out. You know, basically spoke their mind, their opinion, and they didn't care. And they still, you know, saying was respected uh, by millions and millions across the globe. But like I said, Dion Sanders, I uh, respect what he's doing. And hopefully, you know, the HBCUs, you know, this will be a new step in the right direction that a lot of these prospects will, will start going to the HBCUs and, you know, um, money will, more money will be generated in the HBCUs because what the dominant society, they fear now that Deion Sanders is down there, it, it will be more other coaches, or I'm sorry, it'll be other former athletes that will go to these HBCUs and become coaches and more athletes, more younger athletes that, you know, watch them and, you know, look, look, I mean, watch film, how they play and stuff would take, uh, would just, you know, the influence would draw them, you know what I'm saying, to those HBCUs and down the society colleges, it'll, it'll even up the playing field, it'll, it'll even it up because now you got, now the NFL would be looking at like, well, you know, all the athletes or half of athletes, they're going to HBCU. So now the NFL scouts, they will be going to more of the HBCU games, you know what I'm saying, to scout these um, these uh, talented young athletes. Think about it, you know what I'm saying. Deion Sanders is basically the... the the uh he's opening the door you know what i'm saying and like i said more former athletes you know what i'm saying with his with influence like him start taking these coaching jobs at these hbcus and more and more of these athletes these young athletes they're gonna go to these eight start going to the hbcus and start playing and it'll be more fans you know what i'm saying to string the schools, to, to string these schools um, up, you know what I'm saying, financially. But, you know, that's just my opinion on it. Um, just want to speak out on it, you know. Uh, but like I said, if, imagine if we would have we would have just had control of our own league, you know what I'm saying, and we would have just let the dominant society, instead of us segregating, we were like, okay, y'all can come in, and y'all, y'all players can play with us, but we gonna have control over our own, our own. We're not giving. We're not gonna just let our uh, Nick Rowley baseball 
goal or our football team, we're not going to uh, we're not going to shut it down. You know, we'll let y'all come in. Some of y'all players, y'all want to play with us. Y'all come in and play with us. But we're going to have our own control. We're not giving no control up. Imagine if that would have happened. They would have been in control. Our people would have been uh, the billionaire owners and stuff like that. It would have been the other way around. Instead of uh, instead now they're cutting us checks and then they act they cutting us checks, but they talking racist stuff behind closed doors. Uh, look at the example that I'm going to say. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sterling. Uh, I think his name was Sterling for the Clippers, the former Clippers owner. Imagine all the racist stuff that this guy was saying that he was, well, the female he was with, that he was saying behind closed doors about um, the black athletes and stuff. And this is no shock. This is nothing new. You know, like you have a lot of, a lot of NFL athletes, I mean, NFL owners and stuff. They be talking behind closed doors too, but they just haven't got caught yet. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he just got, he just got exposed to Clippers, former Clippers on, he just got exposed to what he was saying, you know, so that's a difference, you know, saying closet races, uh, they're not the fact that they, just because, like, the guy, the the owner, uh, closet races, they like to keep stuff in the closet, they don't want to, they want to keep their racism hot, hidden, even the corporations, they're not really, they don't really care about the owner, what he said, it's just that he was off cold. He got exposed. So if he got exposed, they're going to get exposed. So he had to be shot up. He had to, 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 to give that team up. You know what I'm saying? So that's what a lot of these corporations, they're not really for us, but they're not going to um, lose any money either. That's a difference. They're not going to lose no money uh, over uh, another racist or another closet racist. Uh, how they feel about people because they don't really care. They just trying to make their money and they're not going to let any, any person, even their own race come in between their money. That's not going to happen. You know, if they have to, um, uh, what they call it, um, uh, out you out or, 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 or um, ban you or whatever, or this, uh, affiliate themselves, uh, with you, they will, they're not going to, uh, let nothing come in between their money but i just want to spend i kind of detour away from the subject a little bit but i just want to speak on that about hbcu and Deion sanders and like i said he's doing a good job um uh, matter of fact he the, the team they they i think they've been on um uh i think it was on espn <laughs> i think espn had um had broadcast a couple of their games but uh, yeah, man. Anyway, thank all y'all for tuning in to the Paul Anthony Walker podcast. Look forward to talking to y'all soon. Peace.